All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I thought you enjoyed one the first episode of the Exports with the Sporting Lifestyle coming your way weekly. Um, I'm here again, Benga Boyega, on this jolly ride. Um, today we'll be focusing on the European stage. Um, I know most of us have um, f- clubs that we support. It's no news that I'm a Blues fan. Uh, but let's kick it off as we check out the three horse race saga or is it another fairy tale um is manchester city running away with the title or are liverpool and chelsea worthy enough to give them a contention yes i have here making another appearance my friend and my brother shopware um let me bring him up here and um, ask how he's doing and how the footballing world has treated him so far this new season well, I'm doing very good. Thank you very much. Um, as concerning how the football season has treated me this season, um, I'd say it's been a bit harsh because I'm a Manchester United supporter and <laughs> it hasn't been easy watching my team play that way. I mean, we have legacy. Sometimes we're, we're referred to as the biggest team in the world and yet we play that way. We don't seem so organized. We bring in a new coach and the players. It's just, there's just so much going on that it's a bit exhausting. That is it. That is it. I've been exhausted and we're just halfway through the season. Goodness gracious. Ah, goodness gracious. Let's hope that uh, the Red Devils will have enough grace to make it to the top four come the end of the season. So, um, the citizens of Manchester are done in sky blues and whites. Currently lead the rest of the pack and first position with the Reds of Liverpool and the Blues of Chelsea breathing down their neck at the top of proceedings. Um, after about halfway through the season, I think now we have 20, 20 or 21 games um, played already, the English Premier League season is giving us a fiesta. Um, it's a very stiff competition, we know, and um, this time around, it's all about Manchester City, Liverpool and Chelsea. The citizens are on a scintillating run of form, racking up about nine wins on the bounce with Jurgen Club. Liverpool side also having an amazing unbeaten run themselves. Um, we have a rather depleted Chelsea side who suffered COVID-19 implications, some injury worries, though some of those players are coming back into the ranks, but they are currently second with a game less than Liverpool. Um, a reprisal of what happened in the 2013-2014 season, we all remember where it was also a three-rows race. The citizens finished first, Liverpool finished second, and Chelsea finished third that season with just two points separating each of them. We also had another um, run in such manner in 2018-2019, though it was a two-horse race. We had the Citizens and the Reds Liverpool finishing just one point apiece, or let me say one point between each of them. City finished 98, Liverpool finished 97. It was such an exciting league. Well, at the moment, all three clubs have won the Premier League in the last decade. That's since 2010. City have won it five times. Chelsea have won it twice. While Liverpool have just won it once. That's in the COVID-19 season. Um, with one apiece between Manchester United and Leicester City in the same period. So let's start with Manchester City, shall we? Of course, they deserve to be in first position if statistics uh, are anything to go by. History will have it that the citizens of Manchester have failed to finish out of the top four in the last decade. So that means since 2010 till date, Manchester City have not finished below the top four. That's really, really scary. Um, in that same time, 
they've won the title that they won it in 2011 2012 they won it in 2013 2014 also in 2017 2018 in 2018 2019 if not for liverpool they will have won it four times in a row remember liverpool won it in 2019 2020 before they came back again in 2020 2021 to win it which is five times in the last decade and they've not just won it with fluke it has been accompanied with top-notch management and performances and also management um we can um, look at um, another record that they had last season which is another reason to be scared of them there was there was a time they were languishing in mid-table before that 21 game on beating run that took them straight to the top and they never came down again that um, unbeaten streak lasted for 82 days spanning from december to march they never lost a game in the english premier league and um, with these few points of mind and with just riyad Mahrez being the only player they're going to be missing um, this january and also the beginning of february that's if algeria go the, all the way it is safe to project that considering their current position precedence run of form, squad depth, an array of world-class players and an elite manager in their ranks. It's safe to say the citizens of Manchester can only be their own undoing at the end of the season. Well, um, that has been really amazing to, to see um, the transformation that Manchester City have gone through from being a team that was barely, barely the top side in Manchester to being one of the top dogs in the entire country. Um, Basically, everyone knows without a doubt that Manchester City play one of the most exciting brands of football you would see anywhere. But it's it, it would be far-fetched to say Manchester City winning the title would be a fairy tale because everyone is always against the best. And everyone knows Man City are the best. They are, they are not just the best in terms of how they play, they are the best also in terms of spending. And when you have that much money at your disposal, to, oh, it's, it's, it's so incredible that everyone is just rooting for them to lose. But Man City have a coach who is almost like a PlayStation player and his players are the game avatars. He's turned them to play the exact style he wants them to play just get that ball around square it into the net it's amazing time and time again it's like we know how man city would score yeah. they would take it to the wing square the ball into the box and score everyone knows it and they will do it time and time again um i would say it might be far to say but i would say man city have this league wrapped up already why because liverpool and Chelsea are still scrapping be- between themselves who's going to be second who's going to be third while man city are just flying and yeah. We know Guardiola at this time of the season. The moment Man City pick up two, three wins this year, they are they are just going to keep on going. That momentum will just keep on going. And there was something you said about last season when they had a 21-game unbeaten streak. Let me correct you. There was a 21-game winning streak. Winning. They won every match for 21 games in a row. Liverpool could not stand. No one could stand them. So um, it's really amazing. I I think they are going to go all the way. In in my opinion. Yeah, Man City going all the way. Um, as the table stands at the moment, they've played 21 games. They have 53 points and a goal difference of 40. Um, that means um, they've scored more goals than all other teams in the league. They've scored 53 goals and only considered 13. And um, one could say they've considered the least goals as well. They are undoubtedly the best team. Um, second place Chelsea also played 21 games with 43 points and a goal difference of 29. We all know how Chelsea started as a house on fire, but uh, due to some dwindling matches and um, 
decadence in form, they started chipping in goals, and now they've considered at least 16 goals, leaving them with a 29-goal difference. Liverpool are third with a game in hand, and they are 42 points, one behind Chelsea with 34-goal difference. Um, let's talk about Liverpool as well. We've talked about Manchester City. Although the Reds can boast of um, 19 English league titles in top flight in their history, only one has come in the last 30 years, and that was in the 2019-2020 season. Um, however, it is not to say that they haven't staked their claim in Europe, because they've been an European powerhouse, they've won the Champions League the last decade, they've won the Super Cup, they've won the Club World Cup, and um, they've done amazingly well with the crop of players they have. Unlike their rivals in Sky Blue, Liverpool have only stuck to the top four in a little half a decade, that's in the last five years. So before the last five years, Liverpool have finished sixth, seventh, and in other positions. But in the last five years, they finished fourth place in two, on two occasions. They finished third, they finished second, they finished first. And um, they currently sit in third position, like I said, with a game in hand. Um, they, are, they are one of the teams that will be affected hugely by the AFCON, as they are currently without Salah, Mane, and Keita. Uh, the African governing body, CAF, um, poised to take place in January 2022, which is currently ongoing. And like I said, the Reds have more African players among the top three going. Chelsea have just uh, Mendy representing Senegal. So, do you think, yes, we've said Man City are going to be their own undoing, but do you think Liverpool can sustain the next one of games without those three players? Well, if you if you look at the way Liverpool are set up and the way they create chances and the way they get goals, it's mostly spread between Salah and Mane. And Salah has been in the form of his life this season. Almost everything he touches turns to gold, save for the last match where he missed the penalty and missed the rebound at, at an open goal. Um, so you just wonder exactly how they are going to fare because even when Salah and Mane have been there, they haven't been the most solid they have been in the last few games. So... It's going to be interesting to see what tactics Jurgen Klopp employs. I mean, we're definitely going to see Divock Origi back into the side because Minamino back. And so these are these are pretty good players, but they are by no means the world-class players that Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah are. So it will be really interesting to see how they would cope. But I think they would be a bit affected by it. They are, they are not definitely not going to score as many goals as they've been scoring. That is a given. But let's just see how how they cope with it. Um, although one could mention they have a certain um, Yota, who is like the second in the highest goal scorer in the EPL behind Salah. We also have a certain Alexander Arnold, who is still like they are still is like the second best when it comes to assist also in the tournament. So first, second in both the highest goal scorer and in the assist are Liverpool players. Salah, Yota, first and second goal scorers. Um, Salah and Alexander Arnold, first and second assist. Um, Liverpool are going to be playing Brentford, they're going to be playing Crystal Palace, and they're going to be playing Leicester City within this period of the AFCON. Let's see how they do that. So now we go to the blue side of London. We talk about Chelsea starting as a house on fire. The Blues from Fulham Road in West London will have their initial run of form to thank putting them in the mix as title contenders, um, winning their first two games in fine style with five goals and conceding none, 
only to hit a post when they met Liverpool. Remember that one-all draw with a man down. Then picking up in the following two games where they post again after scoring six times without reply, only to be hit abruptly with a slim one-nil loss to Manchester City. Uh, Remember that goal by um, Gabriel Jesus. Then came another eight-match unbeaten run, littered with a few draws here and there. Um, they came the deep of form. Um, there's been that divided talks between fans whether we should blame COVID-19, whether they are the only team that experienced COVID-19 complications. There are people always boasted that Chelsea had um, good squad depth. So why are they um, crying foul now that the squad depth has been called into question? And um, but one could argue that it was more of their great players that were sidelined, likes of Ngolo Kante, Kovacic, um, all their strikers, Kai Havertz, Lukaku, Wena, were all out at some point. Their wingers who have contributed close to 16 goals among themselves, Alonso um, out, Rhys James out, Mentiwell out for the rest of the season. So it's, it's safe to say Chelsea actually faced some ups and downs in December. But uh, as they are going to be faring without Edward Mendy, we know Kepa has given a good account for himself. At least he, has, he hasn't considered any goal in December, so um, it's left to be seen. Let's see how Chelsea go. They are currently above Liverpool though with a game more. Do you see Chelsea also giving Manchester City a fight for their mo- a fight at least to the end of the season, taking it down the wire, even if they don't win it? Um, I think the only the only team that Chelsea will be putting up a fight with is Liverpool. You see, if I were to create a rule of thumb in the Premier League when it comes to Manchester City, is when Manchester City is on top of the table, do not give them more than a nine point lead. At what and now they have a 10 point lead. It means they have to lose three games and draw one game. And Why you have you, you have to win all those games. I mean, that is a huge ask. And Man City will find a way to win, especially as we saw in the game against Arsenal. Arsenal were ahead and they must they just they just you find a way. They are champions. They are they will always find a way. So um I don't think Chelsea is going to give Man City a run for their money. I definitely think Chelsea is going to remain in top top three. There, there is no one else that is going to finish in that top three. I, I, I believe the order is going to be the way it is. By the time Liverpool play their game in hand, they probably would move up to second and it will probably be Man City winning the league and then Liverpool and Chelsea will probably have to just two for who is going to be second or third, basically. Okay. All right, um, the Blues will need their 115 million euros Belgian striker in the mode of Romelu Lukaku alongside their German sprinter Timo Werner and his compatriot Kai Havertz to start firing on all cylinders without having to rely solely on their fullbacks, who at the moment are unlikely to play any games in the nearest future. Um, their DMs are coming back, Ngolo Kante and Matteo Kovacic. Um, Tuchel has been putting more faith in Saul recently and also um, Robert Loftus-Cheek and Barkley have also been having a stint here and there. Uh, let's see, it's left to be seen if Chelsea remain title contender. Um, who wins the race at the end of the season? Um, what do you think? Which team do you support? And um, not just the first three teams, we're talking about top four, 
We're talking about top 10, we're talking about the relegation battle, lots of interesting talking points in the English Top Flight League. So share your thoughts, share your comments at Project Exclusives on all social media platforms. I'll be there to respond, I'll be there to react, and we continue on this jolly ride. Benga Guiga right here, stay tuned. <laughs>